0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Modern Black Man. Today we have quite the spicy uh, conversation for you. Uh, I have a co-host with me, uh, someone who is worth every dollar that you spend, Um, someone who um, can't be summed up in words, Um, the infamous Miss Sarah Voyard.
1: Well, isn't that an introduction? Hello, everybody! I am absolutely flattered and excited to be here with you all for this very, very timely, timely conversation. So,
0: it's necesito. So, we we kind of got in the conversation, and we have been talking about dating uh, most recently on the show. Uh, it's uh, quite the dynamic topic. I know that it's something that we all. Do uh, in our way of life, and myself coming into a new environment, uh, leaving the Midwest and then coming to the big city, um, dating is very different. Uh, The women in the DMV, uh, the women in Pretty Girl County, uh, the women of the East Coast, they are expensive. They're not your local girls, your neighborhood girls, uh, you know those country girls that take you to the grandmama house uh, for the first or the second date. Uh, These are the girls that are going to take you to the nicest restaurant in town, and you're going to spend a few hundred dollars easy to get to know them. And I really want to have a conversation about that, uh, about the uh, culture, uh, the rich culture that we have uh, in the DMV. I know Sarah is one that is all about life and living, and she has a plethora of experiences um, in her life. And Sarah, do you do you find it um, insulting when a man is not willing to spend a certain amount of money, or if he's cheap? What's what's uh, barato? Is that right? Uh, tacaño. Tacaño.
1: Tacaño. No, I don't think it, it's a. I don't think it's a matter of how much money you spend. I think it's so like, let's take it back for a little bit. I think, I think it really depends on how you're defining your relationship and Uh what you're doing out on these quote unquote streets. Mm. If you are out casually dating, Mm -hmm. knowing that your intent is just to have a warm body at the end of the night, Depending on what your standards are, I could see where you're not necessarily going into it thinking, I I mean, it's actually just not even sustainable. Unless you're making, you know, upwards of $300,000, at least in this area, it's actually not sustainable to go on a date four to five times a week mm-hmm. where each date is a high scale, you know, restaurant. $100 a pop. A hundred dollars a person. Yes. So with drinks and everything, you're spending two hundred bucks at least. That's actually not sustainable unless you're making really, you know, really,
0: really good cash. Sarah, it cost me eighty dollars to go to the movies the other day.
1: That's that right. Because <laughs> yes. So the popcorn is twenty bucks a pop. Right. With a drink. Thirty forty dollars for tickets. It's ridiculous. What theater did you go to, bro? To Magic Johnson? Okay, that's doing too much. But anyway, <laughs> I'm thinking you got her like a meal. Like, you know, those theaters that have it's like the $20 meal. $20 for and a pretzel. It's $20, $20 for a
0: pretzel.
1: Listen, here we are talking to Brian and Brian is taking people to places where the pretzels are $20. So ladies, here you go. Right on the, right on the, right. Put your feedback there. Cause you know, you can get a $20 pretzel out of Brian. But anyway, oh, wow. moving exactly. on. That's a good thing though. You know, some people would be like, okay, he's taking me to fancy movie theaters. So I think honestly, it's not sustainable, Mm -hmm. but let's say you are an individual who can acknowledge that you're looking for something else. Your partner is, it's likely that your partner is going to be looking at the things that you do from the beginning as setting a precedent. So I feel like a lot of women, especially make the mistake of thinking that men are going to change. If Mm. a guy is cheap from the, you know, from the beginning, from jump street, it's likely that as you guys continue, it'll either stay the same or get worse. It typically doesn't get better. Mm. It's not like he goes from dating you where everything is roses and champagne, and he's buying you lingerie mm. down to we're married and we're comfortable, and I have papers on you, and all of a sudden now I'm taking you to Prime One Twelve. That's not really happening, right? For that, the most part, that is what happens. Okay,
0: well, that's my strategy.
1: That's just okay. Well, listen, you have to like you learn me something me new every day uh-huh. to
0: open me up. To, to really doing, but That's... if you're not
1: willing to invest, i find I find that even when it comes to things like that, mm-hmm. people are testing you and measuring you. So my thing is, if you're not willing to invest resources which you know easily come, you know, next week and the following week when you get your paycheck, okay? It's likely that you may not want to invest other things that are much more personal to you, as in, Your time, your energy, vulnerability. Mm. So to me, I'm always looking just a little bit deeper than Mm. what's at face value. If somebody is so guarded even with that, Mm -hmm. I think it's likely that you're going to miss out on a lot of other things that you may want out of this encounter that you're having.
0: That's really interesting. Okay.
1: So it, it just depends. Am I saying that you necessarily need to go out and spend $4,500 every time you take this person out or that you need to plan a lavish vacation week two. Not really. That's not what we're saying.
0: Sure. But here's my position, right? What I'm trying to set the stage for is to have somebody that I can just enjoy conversations with someone that's excited to see me when they see me, someone that isn't after an objective. Because I think that that's where we've gone wrong in dating, is that we've made it about the objective. We made it about, oh, I can go here, I can go there, I can go. And I don't I don't think that that's really the, the value or the, the zest of the experience. If we're in a dating situation, you've really got to get to know somebody, see what they're made of, see if they're creative. Because I think a lot of people aren't creative because everything's gifted to them or given to them. And also, at the same flip of the coin, the sustainability piece. It's not sustainable because you lose interest so easily if someone is moving heaven and earth just to get you a plate of food. I really, really believe oh that. Oh, my. I really believe that. <laughs> um, I, I told you. Uh, oh, I, have you been to mini bar yet? I have not. Observation. It's a, it's a good place to observe. You see... Guys spending thousands of dollars, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's like four or five hundred dollars just to eat there. Every drink that you get is like 30 to 50 bucks, right? Very expensive. Beautiful women everywhere, but there's no sustainability in it. These women aren't partners. It's kind of, you know, if you really think about it, it's really depressing because you know that those women are there for that short term experience, unless it, maybe it's like an anniversary situation. I think we made that observation. We saw a couple people on anniversaries, but in a dating situation, going so hard so early is just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not against it. I definitely think there's women out there that are worth it. I'd be lying to say if there weren't women that I put the money to get the airfare and the hotel and everything else to, you know, just to have that good time, right? The vacation early on and all those things. But in a, in a casual, like a regular dating situation, where you're really trying to get to know somebody without the facades and extras. I don't know.
1: I really think it all goes back to defining what it is that a person is really looking for. I think a woman that's looking for a partner is not going to be looking heavily, heavily, heavily at those things. Mm. If you take a girl to TGI Fridays, by the way, that's Brian's favorite (laughs) place. If you take a girl to TGI Fridays and she's just so blown away by the amazing time that you gave her, it's likely that it's not going to be a deal breaker that you took her to TGI Fridays. Because you made up for it in ways that were much more significant than looking, sitting there and harping over the fact that it was TJ Fridays and not the mini box. So that part of it I understand, but that's somebody who's really looking for something significant. If I'm out here as a female, not me, I'm saying in general, Mm -hmm. if somebody is out here as a female looking to have a good time, it only makes sense strategically speaking it only makes sense that you would waste your time with people who are going to show you a good time. And if and that's subjective. Mm. If your idea of a good time is fancy place where I can look fancy, feel fancy, smell not fancy, eat fancy and everything, then right. why would you waste your time? It's it's all about that self-awareness. So like why would you waste your time with somebody who going into it, you know, is not going to provide what your ideal is.
0: Mm. Okay, okay, I'm 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 slowly uh, absorbing what you're saying. That's a higher level perspective. I I, I think that um, what that uncovers for me is maybe where I'm protecting my position a little bit more. Um, I just I, I see where you're coming from. I just really th- maybe I'm more distrustful than I should be. Uh, in the whole dating scene, but I see what you're saying.
1: And that's fair and Mm -hmm. that's fair, but Mm -hmm. it only makes sense that if you were to meet somebody that you really liked and that liked you back, that that person eventually would be like, would be like, yeah, but at what point? Why would she need to be, why would she need to be tested up until you feel you're ready? But then that means that it's on your terms. And how fair is that though? Because we could say the same in reverse, not necessarily with something financial, but what if you're with a girl who guards something that Uh would be significant to the development of y'all's relationship until she feels that she's good and ready? That means that she is- Let's jump
0: into it. You know what that thing is. That thing, (laughs) that thing. uh, Because a lot of women want to play the game. They want to play, and that's that's probably where this has evolved from. They want to play that, well, you got to wait 90 days. You got to wait 60 days. And I just feel like that is so devaluing or almost like dehumanizing for a woman to put a price or a timeline on herself. I don't think that that's fair. Right. I I think that it's arbitrary. And this is probably a response to to running into that at at some point, Um, because when it's organic, when it's natural. Sky's the limit. I mean, that is going to nice restaurants that is going out of town. That is doing things. That's partnering, you know. Uh, when it's the both of us, I'm gonna say both of us playing games. When it's the woman trying to protect that thing, or it's me trying to protect my position, uh, dictating things on my terms. We have these turnoffs. I mean, that's what I think. That's how you've assessed it. Uh, the the cheapness, the frugality.
1: Oh, I cannot. Mm-mm. No, I cannot. Right. I can't do it. It's not my cup of tea. And you know what? I will say this. Yeah. I'm also not used to it. Like in my culture where I come from, right. men consider it a matter of pride to be able to say that they maintain their households completely. Right. It's more so the old school style where if the woman works, oh, she can keep her her pennies, she right. can keep her chump change. Right. I'm not telling you that the entire ideal behind it is appropriate, mm-hmm. but I come from that world where the men and i'm not saying that i expect that necessarily from my partner in its entirety Mm -hmm. but i do find value in that
0: and i think that's the most interesting thing though because you're that that's that's a good thing uh you say that it's pride that comes along with a cooperation um you 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 respect that and you play into that with your mate or your partner where it's not an issue. Um, obviously, we're kind of talking about this in a situation where women have have really put the, these rules, these arbitrary rules out, so they can be back in control. You're talk, speaking of a time where Men are in control, where men are taking that pride and they're kind of dictating the move by making sure that they're paying for everything and having that old school standard role, right?
1: Well, was it that really men were in control superficially or entirely? And I'll say this, for example, yeah, financially, the men were in control and they could dictate a lot of things, but it was also a time where when the woman wasn't present, nothing could get done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It crumbled. Everything crumbled. Yeah. The kids were, act, you know, running amok. The husband didn't know what to do with himself. Right. So it was one of those things where I think people had a much better sense of the value that came with a person that supports you. Yeah. You know, materially, also dependency on both right. sides. Right. Emotionally. Agreed. So the fact that a man was bringing home the material goods did not take away from what the woman was doing, because if you assigned a value to what she was actually doing to create and promote a healthy home, that Mm -hmm. was likely much more expensive than anything he could ever bring home.
0: Right. Oh yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So
1: when you look at it that way, I think it's a different way of analyzing Mm -hmm. that whole role versus now where we want to straddle both fences all the way so now you have i think a generation of lazy men too yes where men are just lazy they're just like oh but did you see the 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 video that went viral it's been the one where for christmas a guy gave the girl the the seven boxes yeah something a bunch of empty uh uh-huh and every box (laughs) he had a paper on it that was like the bills the light bill the phone bill yeah And your boy, Derek Jackson, I know you're not on his chain, but a lot of people wrote to him and he came out with a video, Mm -hmm. which I thought was appropriate. He was like, that's disrespectful. Right. You're not doing her a favor by paying the light bill. Right. You do realize she could pay the light bill on her own, right? You're not doing her a favor. You're fulfilling your responsibilities as the quote unquote head of the household. Because that's my thing. If you're going to play the role, play it all the way. You want to be the head of household? Take it and run with it. It can't just be...
0: So you feed into that ego.
1: Not necessarily feeding into the ego. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, do it right and do it all the way. It can't be when I'm home, the person that's going to make the decision of where we're going to get our car insurance and where we're going to go have dinner and what vacation we're going to take is me because I'm the man of the household. But then when it's time to pay bills, you're like, yeah, you got your half? Uh. Mm -hmm wait a minute, because if we're going to do half, let's do half all the way. As in, when it's time for vacation, we're going to put two papers in a in a, in a a hat and we're going to drop. Mm. And when we have to go pick the car insurance, I'm going to go pick what's best. You know, I'm going to also put my choice about what's best there. And when we have to go get a new car and you're going to go get a new car, but it's a family new car. I also have a say, it's not going to be the Dodge Durango that you've been wanting. It's going to be, you know, maybe I want a Lexus. A nice sedan. Oh wow. A classy sedan for the family. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right. If we're gonna do it, do it all the way. I feel like we're I feel like we're piecemealing a lot, and that's why we end up getting frustrated in these circumstances.
0: Leaders don't follow. That's what you're saying. There you go. Mm-hmm.
1: So if you're gonna do it, do it right, do it all the way.
0: So, but with that, I mean that's the way I look at it. If you leaders don't follow, if I'm going to lead, you have to follow because I'm not the one that's following. That means I have to go all the way. So I, I think I prefaced it saying, feed the ego. You're comfortable with a man leading from the front if he is legitimate in his position.
1: Correct. If okay. he's confident in it, if he does it right, that's another thing. Because I don't plan to follow somebody who's consistently demonstrating that they're making poor decisions. That's a problem.
0: Yeah, no, you shouldn't. That's foolish. That's right. a problem.
1: Right. And also, even when you say lead, let me, let me clarify that even with the leading part, Mm-hmm. There is a kindness that is supposed to be exercised by yeah. a husband that's let's talk a leader. About that. It's not just this is the executive decision. You're going to go with it because you have to. No, but that's not appropriate either because then that wouldn't be a partnership. That would that's be a, a dictatorship.
0: dictatorship. Yeah. So let's talk about that because I, I think that it's hard to toe the line. When you're paying all the bills, when you're making all the sacrifices, when you're working all the hours and you're leading your home. You said there's a, a layer of kindness that goes with that. How Absolutely. does how does a man find his place in that in the kindness? Well, um, I'm not a man. A
1: I'm not a man, but I would say if I had to say something, I would say that I think he can do that if he never forgets to assign a value to everything that the woman is bringing to the relationship. Okay. So, even if you had to do that numerically, like if you had to think of, okay, what would it take me to pay a cleaning lady mm-hmm. to come every day to vacuum? That's In the insane. DMV, that's never gonna cost you less than 100, 150 bucks for just a regular place, like a little right. apartment. Right. So, if she's doing that every day, right. that's 100 times seven, right. that's $700 alone. Yeah. If you had to pay for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, three meals, the cheapest that you would get that, even if you were eating like McDonald's, would be maybe forty dollars a day, 40 dollars $50 a day.
0: I, I get mine. I get my meals for about five for uh, lunches and breakfast. It's okay. Five dinner for me It's right. ten dollars or less. Is my goal.
1: Okay, it's so that's goal. ten fifty. Okay, let's say twenty bucks. Let's even if we do it on the on the 25. low end, right. okay. twenty five times
0: seven, seven mm-hmm.
1: right? Uh huh. That okay.
0: Hundred seventy five a week.
1: Right. So now you're talking about. Now look at that yeah. already. So that's already eight hundred and seventy-five dollars in just two things.
0: Right. Just two
1: things. Right. Let me not be vulgar, but if you had to pay I'm out, I'm thinking the same if thing. If you had it's to pay invaluable, out, baby, right. it's infinite. If you had to go pay out for a good time, a yeah. sexual pleasure, right. what would that cost you?
0: Infinite. If that's that's the the million-dollar question, you right? Had
1: to, yeah. What would that cost you? If you had to pay out for a surrogate mother to have your children. And then oh, wow. different, and then so the surrogacy is one thing, mm-hmm. and then a built-in nanny is another. What would that cost you?
0: Right.
1: At this point, I'm ranking in way more than you're making
0: in right. a month. Right. So it's about how we value women, huh?
1: I I think at the core, it really I think I think a woman's role is many times taken for granted because it's there and because it's built in and because we're natural nurturers and we do it without complaining. Mm-hmm. By the time we complain, it's because we're fed up and we just explode. I think that's the problem. And then the yeah. guys are like, We never saw it coming. She was fine yesterday.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's because we miss the assigning or the assignment of value, like you say. And I really that's don't where women feel so. unappreciated. They feel, I think, exhausted by the point that they have to evaluate or. Um, Quantify their worth, uh, whether it's numerically, morally, uh, or even socially. Uh, so, with all that being said, what what is the woman's reward uh, in a in a relationship? Like we're defining relationships, right? Mm-hmm. What is the woman's takeaway from her interaction with her male counter?
1: As nurturers, we would like to take away a healthy home Mm -hmm. with growing and healthy children. Mm -hmm. And we would like to be able to boast about the amazing husband that we have who takes care of us with love and tenderness and kindness and who meets our needs and who is our backbone. We want a pillar.
0: I love how you responded, though. It's not about and this is what conundrifies Most men about women. It's not about the money. It really isn't. But it's just
1: a manifestation of right. your love. It's not about the money.
0: It's so hard for us to, for me, as a man, to get that. I mean, it's providing is is so difficult. It's a responsibility. It's not as easy as clocking in and getting the money. It's it's a responsibility, and that's where I think a lot of us men get frustrated. Um, because there's so much more work and it opens up opportunities for us to be ingenious and to be creative. And what's the word I'm looking for? Not sensitive, but where you actually have to, you know, deal with your family and Mm -hmm. cater and individualize it to them. Right. Uh, All that stuff. Yeah? Yeah. All that stuff. And
1: I think a lot of people on both ends, I'm not saying this only for men. I think a lot of people on both ends, both men and women, go into it without being prepared for what that really means. I think a lot of men that maybe marry young Mm -hmm. and get divorced later, if they had to really be honest with themselves, I would say that maybe a lot of them would admit that at that point, they really were not ready. They really didn't have a true understanding of what marriage implied for them as a man, because all they got on the, on the front end was, the mountain of expectations that automatically came with signing that paper without really understanding what that meant.
0: Let's talk role reversal. Mm -hmm. What about the case where the man is the caretaker for the home? Yeah. Uh, Because that's out there. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know a couple. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does that give you, does that fulfill you? uh, Would that fulfill you as a woman, a man that cleaned the house, cooked every meal, cared, loved tenderly, uh, and did all those non-monetary things. Would it work?
1: Well, I had a similar experience when I was married. My ex-husband was out of work for a year, mm. something that he totally orchestrated. It was insane. That's a, that's a, another story. But he was <laughs> out of work for a year. Okay. And after a few months, I was like, you just need to get out. Like, I need you to physically get out of the house. It doesn't matter if you're working at McDonald's. But prior to that, the conversation that we had had, mm. I was making enough money to take care of our expenses and save and have a little bit of
0: social, sure, social, sure. you
1: know, cash on the side. My issue was that those things weren't getting done. That's what made me get to the point where I was like, okay, it doesn't matter if you go work at McDonald's, I need you to go be productive
0: mm. because...
1: You can't stay home and not be there. Is a way, just like women do it. Talk about warriors, just like women do it. I do think there is value to taking care of the home. If he had been doing that, I would have felt, and I told him this. It's not just me saying this now. I physically told him, I said, if you handle the home, I'm good. Right. Wait out for what you want. You know, continue to be diligent in your efforts to gain employment because I knew that that's where he would be happiest, regardless. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, you are good to go on my book. Just, you know, handle your business because I'm out handling other business. And that didn't happen. Mm. So then I was like, okay, it, it's time.
0: So how how and So I that... personally
1: don't mind that. To answer your question, I personally don't mind that. I know that other women do mind that, but I personally don't mind that.
0: So you'd be open to it if it was uh, a, a obligation fulfilled. If the home was taken care of right. and all those things were done... And obviously, monetarily, we've got to pay our bills. Everyone's got to pay their bills. Right. As long as the bills can get paid, it would be a sustainable situation. And that's really what we're looking for, right? It's just a sustainable situation.
1: Now, I would be more concerned about the man in that regard because remember the article that we discussed in the cheating Mm -hmm. podcast? One of the uh, men mentioned that he cheated because he felt emasculated. Mm -hmm. So he basically had been like the at-home daddy For a while, taking care of the kids, that he almost like lost himself. Something that women very much complain about as well. Absolutely. And he got to a point where he's like, "I needed, I needed, I I needed an ego boost. I needed." So I would actually be a little bit more concerned for the man because it's so non-traditional, right? That I would be concerned about how they could mentally and emotionally channel that and not. Feel less than, or not feel like society was against them, or making fun of them for that.
0: Would you be concerned or jealous
1: about him staying home?
0: Yeah. Like, oh no, no,
1: I like to work, so that would I would never be jealous about. No, no, no. I would.
0: I, I mean, I mean, yeah. like for your man, like uh, I don't think I I know you're not a jealous person. Uh, really <laughs> so I mean, like if you knew that it was a situation that can make your partner feel. Uh, less desired or in need of some kind of a fling to feel alive, like a lot of women right. experience, you would not internalize it um, that way is what you're saying.
1: I think that if you have that self-awareness and you are really in tune with the kind of person that your spouse is, mm-hmm. then you can measure your romantic life mm-hmm. to try to fill that void and
0: well, is it a as voice? much
1: as you can.
0: Yeah. It
1: it can I think it can develop into one. Right. But that's also something like and this is just an example. If mm-hmm. I am a high powered attorney who's working 80 hours a week. Right. And we're barely crossing 2 hours in the evening at work before I'm passed out. I think anyone could say that the quality of your relationship would be drastically affected. So yeah. something like that, yeah. where your spouse ended up feeling like they wanted to go out and, and get some kind of ego boost in the form of a fling. Yeah,
0: there's
1: a little bit of self awareness that goes there too, as in like what you know what could I have done? And I by no means you know condone cheating regardless. Sure. But if you have the self awareness of how impactful being in that role, that role reversal would be for your partner. Mm-hmm. And you accommodate accordingly. I think it just should be the same. Just like a woman who's a stay-at-home mom would expect that her husband still come home at a decent time so that they can sit and have mm-hmm. dinner and yeah. not necessarily show up at 10 o'clock at night every day. I think it should be the same if the roles were reversed. I think that consideration should should come into play.
0: I agree. I, 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 just, I ask that because I've had friends on both ends of the spectrum. Uh, as far as successful men, mm-hmm. I've had friends that and, and, and honestly, a lot of successful men are great partners because they're committed to their families. That's their drive. That's their motivation. But it, like I say, there's a dark side to it. Some guys get a crazy ego from bringing in the money and they devalue their wives They lose respect oh. for the women in their lives because they don't have to work anymore. Uh, everything is handed to them. Everything comes from the work that the man does. And there's never um, uh, a, a, a satisfying ego uh, uh, boost for, for for that guy.
1: But is is it really handed to the woman? Because think about it. He brings home the money, but, sure. but there's nothing that you can do with it unless you have somebody to use it and create something beautiful out of it. And that typically is... The woman, yeah, he can bring in the thousands and thousands of thousands, but mm-hmm. when they're hosting a party, when they're out with the kids, planning birthdays, traveling with the family, mm-hmm. typically all of that falls on the woman creating these plans, developing these moments and experiences for the family. So, I, you know, are we really looking at it in the right way when we're thinking, "Oh, he's just bringing the home the bacon sure. and she's having everything handed?" Well, not really. She has morally, to create.
0: Wrong cheating is is morally always going to be like out of bounds. I'm just saying that I've talked to a lot. I've known known guys that when they get that level of success and when they start bringing in Mm -hmm. uh, like that, they resent their partners. And, I mean, it'll be a first-grade teacher is what the wife will do, or she'll even have a decent job, you know. But because he's making more and he's outmatching her, and that was 10 years ago, the beginning of the journey, it's kind of like it, it changes something in a lot of guys.
1: Yeah, I think it's a matter of perspective for sure. Because yeah. then, of course, especially if you have in very high-level careers, I can see where if you're associating yourself with other women in your field that are high-powered, you're looking at them like, oh, she's everything. My wife is not. Mm. And she can still keep it together and still bring. So you're thinking, you're over here thinking, yeah, it's greener on the other side. But it, everything comes at a cost. I just think Everything it's... comes at a cost.
0: It's people are just interesting because like you said, you, you might just start looking at your contemporaries and wanting to go across that line and see what it's like on the other side. But I just think it's, it's, it's people, they they come in all hues, and it's just interesting to watch because the providing is the it's the foundation for everybody's family. So um, I think that's good. I mean, that's, in our defining our relationships, that sounds like that's really what our end goal is, is being able to connect to provision. And with that provision, ideally, it would be partnering, right? It would be two solid providers being able to really do things. Yeah?
1: I Yeah, I would agree. And I would add to that that you can't be upset later on if you are expecting things that you haven't given.
0: Tell me more about that.
1: So, for example, in the case that we're talking about um, people or, or, for example, a man that might devalue his wife because he's bringing home mm-hmm. the bacon, if you That's will. right. That's what
0: I was looking for. Right? You're
1: bringing yeah. home the bacon, if you will. But what about if we're not assigning value to everything that she's bringing to the table as well, and she gets to a point where she shuts down on him all of a sudden? Well, wait a minute. You know, you have to think to yourself, well, aside from the money, how much of your other resources the non-monetary ones where you're really investing in her yeah so when you don't get it back and then you feel a certain way and then you want to use it as a justification to do what you want to do right then all of a sudden everyone's hurt right
0: that's so interesting that you say that though it, it, the the theme is about valuing her and being able to express uh, or articulate the value that you have on what she does your partner your 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 counterpart I mean yeah. That's 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 invaluable. Like how do you communicate to a partner as a woman if he's slacking and not doing that? He's not giving you the love that you need. That's your love language, is that affirmation. How how do you communicate that back to your partner?
1: A conversation. I really think it's not I'll as vote. complicated as people think it is. I think people try to circumvent the basics and the basics didn't steer people wrong, you know, long, long time ago. Sitting down and having a conversation and being honest and raw about things, I think, works out and is easier for people in the end. Don't necessarily. I'm not saying to be unkind. It's really
0: big for you. I didn't. I don't imagine you as being such a a sweetheart as you are, but I'm I'm seeing that kindness. I'm just yeah. Kindness
1: is important. Like I think it's important. I don't think that you should go out of your way to be malicious or hurt somebody's feelings, but I do think that you should be honest. About what you really want. And I think that's what probably gets most people nowadays the fact that they don't give themselves the space to really ask for what they want and need on both ends.
0: Men and women.
1: Yeah. I think it's, I don't think it's unique to women. I think I see it a lot in men as well. Yeah. It, I think the difference is that men will manifest that frustration in other ways, in ways that are not the same as women sometimes. Women tend to shut down. And, so men, and men tend to be a little bit more destructive in their ways, yes. is what I've
0: seen. Yes.
1: Is what I've seen. So I just I, I really don't know why we have just left the basics. <laughs> like yeah. sit down and have a conversation about it. It doesn't have to be this convoluted thing. Mm-hmm. I think we also forget that a lot of times when you have this conversation, the other person already knows. Yeah. It's it's I don't think it's common for you to really be blindsided. Because if you're really blindsided, wouldn't that make you a narcissist?
0: Wow. Or isn't it a defense mechanism? I want to talk about narcissism, but isn't it a defense mechanism, do you think, when you say that? Because we all do that. Like, oh, we... I just I didn't know. Or uh, I'm blindsided. I feel overwhelmed. You're attacking me. Right. Like, you know, uh, we, we all do that. And it's just to bargain and buy time. To, to, to really
1: process and see yes. what's, what's going to be your next move. But it's not that you didn't know. Right. It's not that you didn't know. People know where they fall short. Right. I think us telling them or the other person telling them is really just hearing it out loud.
0: I mean, guys know when they're cheap. Guys Guys know when they don't want to spend the money. Um, and then sometimes it does take the perspective of someone's opinion whom they value to really you know, get traction going or to move away from that position. So, I mean, I can relate to that. But narcissism—you really do. You really think that you you got to be a sociopath? Like, do you really think that a lot of people are truly narcissists? Because that's a big, big thing in I probably what behavioral science and uh, the human service world um, is the narcissist. I believe that they're out there. But I don't think that a lot of them are genuine. I think a lot of them are just people that want to stick to this position and they come across as crazies.
1: You may be right. And I think that there's people that don't come off as crazies that are narcissists. Mm. You can be a quiet, subtle narcissist. You don't have to be like this overt person that walks around. American psycho
0: like, is what I think. Yeah, I, think I, don't think, I, don't think,
1: I don't even think it has to be something so overt. I think there's a lot of people, not a lot of people. I take that back. I think there are people walking around Mm -hmm. that you don't know, that are kind of quiet and you just don't know. But narcissism is a feeling that is then manifested. So I may not, just because I do something kind for you, it Mm -hmm. may not be genuine. And I may, in the back of my mind, be thinking, oh, please, you know, he's stupid or he's black or whatever. Yeah, yeah but i just did it because society's expecting that from me. In some ways that would still be or if i think i'm better than everybody else to the point where everybody should be like at my disposal mm-hmm. then that's a problem. Yes. Yeah, that problem. is starting to display narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. So it's i think there's people out there that seem perfectly nice but at their core yeah. They really don't have the best sentiments. I think I've been fortunate not to necessarily have experienced those kinds of people in my inner circle, but I've definitely encountered them throughout my life in general.
0: They're out there.
1: Yeah. I think in the dating scene, people get that a lot too. Like You meet people that are like, me, 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 two, me, three, me, four, me, five, and then some more me.
0: Well, that which leads me to this, defining relationships. Those are narcissists. What do you do with a woman, I'm going to start with a woman, that just assumes she has to be your girlfriend, or she has to have some kind of title, or she has to be valued in some specific way? Um, Why is that, it seems, a pressure that women go through? Does that, like, get what
1: I'm saying? I do, but I would counter that with this question. Is it that she must have it or is it that she should have it and you're just not acknowledging it
0: see that's what gets me um yeah because
1: there's a lot of frustration that comes with knowing what you are what you deserve what you bring to the table and really being interested in somebody and seeing where they're falling short time and time again in their recognition of that so what other choice do they have but to one express it to you or two just drop you and then you're mad because they drop you
0: sure and you think it is healthy for a for anyone to put that out there that hey you're not going you're not going to mess around with me unless you do xyz
1: i don't know about enumerating exactly what you should do because again that's very subjective and somebody else may demonstrate love in another way that's different from what you're used to but it doesn't make it less than in terms of value yeah you just have to see if it Meshes with what you need. Right. I don't know about telling them if you don't do X, Y, Z, but I don't find any harm in actually expressing that, hey, this is what I'm looking for and this is what I need. And please, if that's not something that you want to or willing to or have the desire to do, I totally respect that. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Because what's the point of wasting each other's time? I don't get that either.
0: Well, and, and that's what dating is, mm. is identifying <laughs> what's going to waste your time and what's going to be fruitful. Yeah. Because, I mean, it always... What's the real deal, huh? Everybody's great in the beginning. Everybody's great on the first date. They always look good, smell good, talk good. You can take them to Fridays. You can take them to the nice place. Um, but over time, you start to uncover those layers and people really start to display. And, I mean... In defining your relationship, it's really hard to understand who's genuine. But in my experience, the way I really feel about it, when people are genuine and people are real, it's it's not it's not a long game. It's really what I'm starting to come around to.
1: You know what is interesting you say that. So I'll ask you this. If you're just mm-hmm. saying that when somebody's genuine, you notice that almost immediately. Quickly. So what what do you think men should do? In terms of, or is there a time frame that you would ascribe to locking it down? Because this is another thing that
0: in what capacity
1: it locking it down, as in becoming. So it's one thing to be getting to getting to know someone, and it's yep. another thing to make the relationship official, as in we are now dating officially and exclusive. Right. So what do you think that time frame is? If you meet somebody, you see that is genuine.
0: You won't believe my answer. Um, like I said, you you recognize it really quick. I've I feel like I'm LeBron James from the field, like uh, field goal percentage on point, uh, in the identification of who's really about it. But it's a long game. You know when someone is worth your time pretty quickly. It doesn't right. take a long time. But when should you lock it down? That's the that's the biggest decision that you make. Because I think a lot of guys we wait too long. Because, because we know it's genuine, we know it's real, and we have fears. And because we don't want to change that position, we wait. I think that inclines us to wait too long. What is too long? Well, think about it. If you meet somebody, she's, she's beautiful, smart, educated, uh, sensible. Everything's great about her. She, she loves Jesus, right? Um, <laughs> and, and, and you date her for three months. Um, because you want to make sure that it's not some facade or some game, whatever you tell yourself, to make sure you're not becoming too eager because you don't want her to shift the power exchange. You don't want her to start to devalue you as a man the way that I'm going to admit men probably devalue women.
1: Mm, but that's provided she's not dating other people too exactly. at the same time. What and that's why you do?
0: lock it down because you know that there's – the possibility increases every day that you're not capitalizing on it and making it exclusive for you for her to be dating someone else. Not necessarily someone better, just someone else. So, you
1: think three months is a reasonable time frame? Three months or less? Is that what I'm understanding?
0: I mean, it doesn't take me that long if it's really like you're a fool if you wait that long, but it's the game we play because male ego that you love so much. That uh, that ego that just tells us, "Oh, I gotta make a good decision. I gotta, I gotta be smart." Like,
1: well, I don't love ego. I, I, that, I don't love ego.
0: You don't love my cheese mo?
1: No, no, absolutely not. I don't love ego. What I, what I can appreciate mm-hmm. is a man who owns his manhood. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. I, I appreciate just like I also appreciate having friends female friends and knowing women mm-hmm. that absorb the beauty of feminism mm. even in this society where everything is like oh i can do bad all by myself whatever whatever i honestly believe there is a value and there's a beauty in being feminine
0: yes and it is and lost not, in our culture and
1: not having to always be bad to them but you know I can do bad just like he does and I, you know, I can go toe to toe with you. That's fine for some people. And if that gives you a kick, you know, that's good. I'm just saying, I don't see what we we have to show for that in the end. Nothing. I'm not really seeing that. I haven't seen it, you know, in my experiences with friends that have done that. So yeah, I definitely don't like the machismo because they take it to another level. Mm -hmm. I, you know, there's, there's the kindness that's not part of machismo. Machismo right. does not exercise that that tenderness and the kindness. Yeah. So I definitely don't like it and I don't like the ego, but I do appreciate people that can stand in their own.
0: I love that you said that because it's, it's true. Um, but femininity is lost in our current culture. Where we're at right now, we put so much pressure on women to compete with men that they've made ma- manliness obsolete. They've made being that provider unattractive to a lot of men, uh, especially men that, you know, you go to school, you get your education, and you realize that it's possibly all for not. It's not going to be rewarding like it was 20 years ago uh, because of the way that socially, I think, women have evolved. It's hard to find uh, a, a, a mate, to find someone who's really going to partner with you and, and, and take the other end of that ship. But yeah, I like that you said that, um, So three months, Brian, you're talking about three
1: months. And you said, it does not even take you that long?
0: No, not at all. If I identify someone who's about the business, someone that is desirable, I, I don't, like I said, I, I have three minor requirements. She has to love herself. She has to love me. She has to love God. That's the easiest way to surmise what I'm looking for. Um, and I mean you learn that pretty quickly you can be with someone for a couple of weeks and see how they really are if you can this is I don't know uh, undress them um like pun intended uh if you can properly undress them uh get her in all of the phases of her game and see her in her genuine self you know quickly but to discern we go about it the way that we go about it. And men, we we don't want to jump to that qu- commitment too quickly. Uh, I think a lot of us are fearful that it's the power shift that goes on with that. I know that I've been in that position. I know I've lost women that could have been good or solid because I waited too long.
1: I think it's a gamble. I think that the dynamics have shifted so much. Mm-hmm. I think dating a decade ago was different. Yeah. Where you where a girl was sitting there excited that she found this one guy. Right. They started talking. Whether or not he was talking to other people was irrelevant to her. She was focused. She was dedicated. She was on it. And she was moving on one-to-one, like from one person to now, where you have an entire stadium, like a field. <laughs> now with the field, forget yeah. it. I mean, yeah. it just, you know, it. I think you guys gamble a lot. I think you guys gamble
0: a lot. It sounds like you're saying we lose a lot. Because, yeah, I do think that you guys lose out. Yeah, I field. do think
1: that you guys lose out on on good women. But again, even for women, women are now serially dating as well. So yeah. it, it ends up being one of those things where, yeah, if you're not the quickest bidder, yeah, nobody's n- nobody has heartache over yeah. your loss. Yeah, not like before where people would sit there and it was like. It was this dramatic breakup of a relationship that wasn't even
0: the one that got away. Right.
1: It wasn't even like the relationship that was super defined at first. You weren't really even official yet, but right. even because you were talking and you were talking for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. you already took mental and emotional ownership of it. That's right. And then when it ends, it's like this dramatic breakup, and like you can't, you know, it's like a telenovela. Like, oh my god, woe is me? And a couple of people died in between. Right. You know, casualties. Exactly you know, of the demise of a non-existent relationship, but Disposable. now. Disposable. But now disposable. Where men are dating several people at the same time. Women are dating people at the same time. I mean, you're both gambling very much. You
0: have to. I'm going to admit it. It's like you have to date several people at the same time. I keep bringing my pool down to one. I'm going to be so transparent right now. You're going to love this. I call it killing my team. I have, you know, one, two people I'm dating. And then you meet that one that you really want. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm going to put it out there. I got a, uh, a, a young lady who I court. Uh, she's a doctor. and Who I
1: court. Yeah, oh, right? So
0: chivalrous of you. You know? Who I court. And she just, the commitment is not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. What do you mean? It just won't On happen. her part? On her part. She we, won't commit to you? Uh-uh. We, we were in a committed relationship for a very short period of time. And then she said that she got freaked out, so she had to pull out, right? And... Like I said, it's the dating. You can, Ego. You can't trust the other person to really commit to you.
1: Mm. At this point,
0: you can tell when I still want to court you. I still want to date you. I still want to have you around, but I'm not going to be your fool. And I think it works on both sides because, again, I've evolved to that position as well, where it's like I have someone that I know could be, for me, good long term. Someone I can commit to, no issues, but it's not reciprocated, and that's okay. So, what happened with this girl? We talk. I mean, we're cool, we're friends. Um, I'm here now; she's at home, Uh, but as in back in your hometown, uh little town of Kansas. You know, that's where she's at. Uh, But like the whole relationship thing, it's not gonna work. Uh, She's 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 cool with friends. But that must be
1: because it's not what she wants,
0: right? That's it's different. Not, it's so not what she wants. Back
1: to the defining of the relationship. Uh-huh. If you both define what you're looking for mm-hmm. and they mirror each other, mm. not necessarily exact, but mirror each other as in I we are both looking for something long term. We are both looking for an actual partner yeah. versus one of us is looking for you know something casual and one of us is looking for long term and then we catch feelings and then it's a problem.
0: There you go. And, th- and that's what happened. And I mean, I've, I've evolved to it, uh, whether she let me down soft enough or not, um, I think that she's just wanting something else, and I hope that she finds it, but I know that we find each other when the time's appropriate, and that works. Uh, it's It's about defining the relationship. We've redefined it to what it is currently, but it's just like you said, in original definition, long-term was what everybody said they wanted in the beginning it was all these wonderful things and you know children are always talked about oh, all these long term, okay. plan- right right uh but it's social pressure we're just saying these things because we we feel that that's that that's what we uh need so mm, that's
1: interesting brian i'm sorry that that happened but maybe that happened. No, but maybe it worked out in your favor because if you had been consistently caught up, mm-hmm. your energies would have been going there, which meant that anyone else coming your way with something different would have been automatically blocked because yeah. they would have sensed and perceived that you were tied up with something else.
0: Exactly. And it's, it's it's good to be free. And I mean, that's kind of my lesson in defining the relationships. I'm thankful that I was able to get on the same page with her. Um but this was a really good topic, really good conversation. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think we really I think we all have to do better about defining relationships. I think you're right. I think we're we're playing the fences and not really establishing and vocalizing what we really want. And we're kind of like tippy-toeing around it. And I put my toe in and then I take it out and I put it in and I yeah. So it, it's one of those things where if we stop playing games again this is clearly easier said than done right but i think if we stop playing the games i think it'll be a little bit easier for a lot of people because i think that naturally that's what a lot of people really actually do want i think most people are looking for the i just consistent person. how it
0: is women women love to to save the long game they know that that's probably what they're supposed to go for and that's fine But I've just uncovered these things recently where in protecting myself, I've learned how to scale things back and learned how to just navigate a little differently to save the emotional distortion that comes about from
1: that. And it's all a result of hurt and baggage, isn't it? Yeah, we
0: we all look at the world through the lens of our past experience. I mean, that's the way those
1: coping mechanisms for that reason to just avoid getting hurt
0: again. Yeah. By the next one.
1: By the next one. No, be more optimistic. Come on, bro. I'm optimistic.
0: (laughs) I'm 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 so thankful and I'm so grateful for the situation I'm in. I just really feel I really really feel that um, dating has been so different for me lately, Uh, just through the experience, Um, because it's not living through a fear of hurt. Uh, It really isn't. It's more or less putting together systems, systems, Wow. right? Is that wow. is that wicked?
1: Wow! Is that How wicked? organizational of you.
0: I mean, it's just putting together a, a you know an approach to it, so you don't.
1: It's like a sales strategy. It's insane because that's really what it comes down to.
0: It is a sales strategy. I mean, and at the same time, you meet a lot of really good people. You see their flaws. You uh, uncover the flaws in you, um, and I mean, it's. It's just life, just sharpening, you know, sharpening your iron through other people because we are all, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, I just, I just kind of try to make myself better every day. Uh, just like I love when you always talk about making yourself legitimate or being able to approach a situation from the level of integrity, being able to back yours up, you know? Yeah, that's so important. It and, is. And I,
1: and I feel like that is what you can do to really attract respect. Respect out of admiration and not out of fear.
0: Yes. Kindness principle.
1: Yeah. I think as a society, especially the, the young folk, I think the authenticity is, is really hard to come by. I
0: mm-hmm. think
1: so. I think so. But I think that we should all still be hopeful. I know I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm so optimistic. <laughs> I think love is great. This new year is fantastic. I think it's just great.
0: So as far as love and your love situation, what exactly are you looking to define? As far as a, a relational? I mean, are you looking to rectify situations in the past? Are you looking to find what?
1: Honestly. I just want to enjoy myself and not in the sense of like, I want to be out here hooking up. No, 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 no. It's It's not that I honestly would love to find a consistent, authentic, loving, kind, fun Mm
0: -hmm.
1: relationship. Someone that I can be myself with entirely. Right. Not all the bells and whistles. Yeah. All the bells and whistles. No pretense. Somebody that has the same sense of value and respect for a committed relationship as I do. And more than that, I mean, just genuinely enjoy each other and enjoy life with each other. I don't, I I mean, I personally, I'm not into like the whole game playing. That's like, that's like really not me. So that's a little bit difficult.
0: That's Um, high school level.
1: yeah, Yeah. I mean, I know that's what people are doing. That's just not, you know, it's not connected with who... I am in particular, Mm -hmm. but I I honestly, I'm the type of person, I enjoy life, period. I don't need, I've never been one to need a relationship to make me. So even in answering this question, it's a little bit hard for me. Like it's hard for me to give you a clear cut answer because I don't define my happiness by the existence of a relationship in my life. I enjoy every relationship that comes into my life, whether it's familiar, whether it's friendly, whether it's Mm -hmm. romantic, like Mm -hmm. I don't need it to be a romantic relationship. And I enjoy people as they are. I connect with people, and I think in special ways. And Absolutely. And that's, that's valuable.
0: Before I let you go, I do want to talk about defining or at least a long-term relationship, what yeah. that really, really looks like. Yeah. Because we've covered a lot of really, really good ground. We've talked about a lot of really important topics. And I think that it's really a matter of what you say, you're not here for the game playing. Um, People play a lot of games because things are undefined because things are ambiguous and because they can get away with it.
1: Right. And they're, and at the core, they're trying to develop clarity. They're trying Mm -hmm. to gain clarity Mm -hmm. is what it is.
0: So with that being said, what is, What is the long game? What is that relationship? Is that always marriage? Or is there a space that really exists where long-term dating can be successful, where you can date someone intentionally for years and know that they're not going to be your ultimate partner? Do you think that that space exists?
1: And know that they're not going to be
0: your partner? Know that they're not going to be your partner.
1: So then what's the point?
0: It's long-term dating. It's successfully. Um... Exactly. Um, I know that that's a a new hot spot, a new area that I used to be completely turned off upon, but I've evolved and I'm growing a little bit warmer towards it. I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about that, about the space of the long-term dating. As far as long-term dating goes, um, the prospect of dating one person in a monogamous setting for years appeals to, to many. Do you say that's something that you would be possibly open to?
1: No, 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 (laughs) no, no, don't even try it, Brian. (laughs) Do not. No, no, no. What I said was that I just had questions one, because I'm not necessarily exposed to that, but one, I would think, first of all, what's in it for the, for, not for the person presenting it for the other person being, axed if they be oh, what's in it for them
0: for the prospectee
1: correct what's in uh-huh. it for them two are is this like a contract like are we having a conversation about it up front and three in that if we are having that conversation are you up front telling me that you don't consider me at that point to be your future but you're right now long term mm. right now
0: mm.
1: because if i know that up front it might peak not in me but it might peak a level of curiosity in somebody but i'm just saying how authentic are we being from the beginning because is is a girl going into it thinking that it's just a matter of time before you potentially fall head over heels that it will naturally mm. convert into a real solid relationship and possibly marriage if that's what she wants or like are you really being raw and real and honest because isn't this the equivalent of like being side chicks or like side men like that, yeah yeah. Are you going... I know of some people that have been told up front, I'm never leaving my wife. She's Queen B. Don't right. ever talk about her. Don't ever bring her name up. Right. Don't you ever disrespect her. You know your place. And people will be like, okay. Right. So how does that... Is it like that? I mean, I you got to give me more context.
0: Um, you know, and honestly, I don't have a lot of experience with it. It's just one of those things that you hear about and people talk about. And I mean... I think that I'm evolving to the situation where I could see some value to a, uh, a middle-term relationship, kind of like a, an in-between. Uh, I think that we were kind of thrown across some scenarios where it could be valuable. Like if you're going through a divorce and you know that there's a two-year gap, a one-year gap, a six-month opportunity to where something like this could fit. To be organizing your life so you can meet all of your objectives, but as far as happiness, this would not work for me. For long-term happiness, it it, it seems like at the end, no matter what, it would be too abrupt of an end. You know, uh, especially if you're building. You know, what's the point in building for five, six, seven years? Whatever product you have at the end, you're only going to give it to someone else, and they're going to reap all the, you know, benefits of your labor, and that just seems so unfair.
1: Well, that's not what I understood. I understood that you're not building. Like, I understood that you're just dating as in, like, I take you
0: out. Oh, you're thinking it's just like a... Like,
1: literally dating. Like, I take you out. You keep like me company when commodity. I go. Yeah, like, you You know, we go out when I want to go to the movies. If I have a vacation, I take you.
0: I'm exclusive to you sexually. No, that's like some Christian Grey stuff, what you're thinking of. That's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like uh, Fifty Shades. No, this is like... You know, people really want like like I want to date somebody for years, uh, and, and you just make a commitment. So it's not marriage and you know it's not marriage. And
1: that sounds I, like a lot of work. Plus you'd have to be in separate households and that's just money you could save. I'm just saying.
0: You you could still be after you date that. Somebody of time? in the same house? You couldn't date somebody. Wow, are you that traditional?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. What I'm saying is like And and I'm sorry, I have a finance background, so the money kind of always kinda triggers. But like after I'm with you for three years, why are we in separate homes? It's it's if it sounds ridiculous. Like why are we paying for two rents of twenty eight hundred dollars in DC? I don't get it. Right. That doesn't make sense to me.
0: Right. We could put our fifty six hundred together and we could live that don't make no
1: sense. And you can have a beamer and I can have a Lexus. I don't understand.
0: Right. Right.
1: That doesn't that doesn't like that doesn't compute to me. Something long. That's what I'm saying. Long term, I don't see what anyone's getting out of it. Like, if I, can't, if I can't save on money and I can't save, I guess, the monogamy. But you can get that with anybody who wants a relationship, though.
0: With a man, uh, uh, Sarah. Men are faithful. Yes. Get your <laughs> life. Get your life. <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it just it doesn't seem like the best idea to me. But, I mean, people do it. That's like a, a, what's hiding in these streets. I mean, that's what people are doing now. Is that
1: the thing? I'm gonna have to go Google that.
0: Google it up. Like people do long term dating, they date somebody, there's no I just do not marriage. It's not marriage because millennials and all these generations. So once they don't it's want
1: monogamous marriage. though, I don't see what once it's monogamous, it becomes the equivalent of thank you. So I'm but not really term. seeing
0: it's Lisa wife
1: for it's... three years, for yeah. five years? Yeah. And then you can re-up? You know, it's funny you say that. You can
0: upgrade from the Honda to the Acura. You can start with the Toyota and you get the Lexus. You know what I mean? You can can get the, what, Mercedes and go to Maserati?
1: That's mine. That's my Mercedes. I have a friend, a close friend, I love her to death, and she made that comment one time. She says, Mm. marriage should be like a lease. You sign up for three years and then you have the ability to re-up or not.
0: I've said that the before. Car.
1: And when she said <laughs> that, I was like, girl, you're so funny. I was just laughing. But then as we talked a little bit more about it, yeah, I was like, huh, I can see where that would make sense for some people. Because what if you really didn't know them as well as you thought you did? Or maybe you, I mean, we're in a constant state of forever. evolution.
0: Marriage is forever.
1: Right. But I can see, I'm not saying that I Ascribe to it. I'm just mm. saying that when she said it uh-huh. and when I actually sat down for a second to think about it, I was like, mm. It hits right interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: interesting. Because aren't we in a constant state of evolution? What if you evolve? Like you're saying right now you want XYZ, but what if in a year and two years you evolve and your needs change and I'm
0: always gonna need a freaky Christian girl. That's that's a oh,
1: freaky Christian girl. Is that even Christian to be freaky?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what God, God invented sex.
1: Okay, well, I I've heard of freaky Christian girls. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there's a lot in the church that are that think that it has to be, you know, regular.
0: Oh, Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. What's, what's the definition of freaky now? Wait a minute. No, I'm, I, I don't much. know.
1: That's what I'm saying. When you say freaky, I'm thinking like you know Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I'm not into that at
0: all. That's Maybe
1: not that deep, but you know, just in general, I'm just saying. A lot of people, traditionally speaking, historically, mm-hmm. religion has not been open and about sexuality and and sexual openness in general. So if a girl was very An orthodox Christian female, it is likely that she's not going to be freaky. Now, if she's just kind of like a mid-level Christian,
0: well, what about satisfying her husband? Is that is that is that
1: a? I'm just saying. I've heard of. I was I was at a an event recently. Yeah. Where there were Christian females very openly discussing a lot of the things that they wouldn't do would not do right that they didn't think were proper and christian-like that have become commonplace in the world decades ago We, i oh, mean wow. half of us were just like floored
0: uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: and this is how they feel hmm. and these is i mean these are people that some of them don't even listen to secular music because right they feel that that's inappropriate that secular music
0: is it's too close to the two attached to the world and
1: to the world and you know, to satan's ways and whatever you want to call it so it it just depends right everything is relative let's right? see this is where we get into the whole having your cake and eating it too
0: we all i want that i want my cake i want to eat it okay. who wants cake that they can't eat well there you go right i mean at the so same time, so if you time, have
1: a very, very, very Christian girl,
0: I want a morally right. I want a woman that has morals and scruples. But at the same time, maybe it is parched partially ways of this world. I do want somebody that can keep up with me. Uh, at the same time, you know what I mean. I don't want any. I don't want Christian Grey. I don't. I don't want threesomes. I don't want anything like on the extreme end. I'm probably closer in the middle. Um, but yeah, I mean. Being realistic, like I think that that's important. Is just being realistic for for the situation. Just like we're talking about now, I think marriage should last forever. It shouldn't be a short term thing. It should be the goal, and you evolve in that. I mean, it it upgrades over time. Like, uh, didn't we have this conversation? I know we I know we had this conversation before in the last show we did. Uh, sex with a partner. It's supposed to get spicier the longer you're together. We've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Check the tape. Check the tape.
1: I don't think, no, I'm not saying that that's inaccurate. I'm just saying that I don't think that a lot of people experience it that way.
0: Mm-hmm. They kind of go the traditionalist mouse kind of way.
1: I think a lot of people don't necessarily adapt. We are creatures of habit after all. I think people find that difficult to adapt after, especially long periods where you've established kind of a routine. Mm -hmm. And then kids get involved. And I'm not telling you it's right. I'm just saying that it seems like this is more so the pattern.
0: No problem. And then I know that we wanted to also talk about Um, getting lost in relationships, kind of a saying that we want one thing and really wanting another. Oh, totally. You You have
1: people that'll tell you, oh, I want a serious relationship, but then you find out that they're serial daters. And so you're like, well, wait a minute. How do I know that you are really giving me 100% of you so that I can get to know 100% of you and vice versa if you're split into six different people?
0: Literally speaking. Exactly. And I mean, I don't blame uh, the internet or evolution or anything like that. It's just that we live in a time where you can get on a dating app or you can get in a social situation and you can meet a new person pretty quickly, instantaneously. It's just our society. And I mean, the value has been taken away from the monogamous one-on-one relationship. I mean, it's just not... The stakes aren't aren't as high to find a partner to provide for you and to commit to you, marry you and spend eternity with you like they were 50 or 60 years ago. I mean, and at the same time, those guys were living their best life.
1: Living their best life is (laughs) right. Hashtag.
0: Right? They were.
1: Yep. That's the truth right there. You're right. I think that a lot of people, but I wonder though. What do you wonder? Cause I don't see people being happier with this new age way of doing things. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I don't uh, see people happier. I don't see better relationships. It's there so it's no interesting, right? So it's going on at <laughs> So we think this is like the better way, the yeah. way that it was intended to be. We're not supposed to be, but yet there's been a significant decline mm-hmm. in quality and quantity of marriage of long term relationships. Do you want
0: to hear the craziest stat? People that get married now, young people that are marrying now, their chance of divorce goes way supposedly goes way down. The people that are getting divorced are people that were married in like the eighties and the seventies, right. is what they're saying. But I know I got married in this time and I got divorced in this time, yeah. And it was the most passive event of my life. Uh, it seemed like getting married was so much more intense and aggressive than getting divorced. It just seemed like the divorce process to me it was my my divorce was very cowardly not on my part it was just kind of we stopped talking uh we waited 6 months we waited a year and it was just done you know um so i think that that's just a product, byproduct of the times it's not the same direct intensity that you experienced in previous times you know you you link up you hook up with people very passively Very easily. Uh, The work is not there. But that gets
1: old so quick. Which
0: part of it gets old?
1: The hooking up. I hear that from everybody. When you say hooking up, you mean
0: the physical, just hook up?
1: If you are in that, you know, if you go through that phase Mm -hmm. where you're just like, hook up, hook up, hook up. Nothing serious, casual, coming in, getting out, boom. That's it. That's all I'm doing. That gets old after a while because it, it becomes empty. I think it's great at first where you're just like, oh, my God, I'm on it. Yes, this is all a person wants. And then you're like, oh, this is all a person
0: wants. That was probably me 15 years ago. Like, uh, I know I lived in Houston in 2006. I was killing the game at that point in my life. Like, Everything was good. Um, but, I mean, evolving, wanting to really have a relationship, a marriage, partnership, it's almost depressing because that's not what the wave is right now. That's not what's hot right now. People want disposable relationships. People are willing to hook up with you. Their Women are willing to have your kid, but they're not really willing to have a relationship with you. And that just baffles me, you know? I mean,
1: yeah, that's crazy. And I also think to myself that...
0: Like, why is that?
1: Why do you think that is?
0: Why is that?
1: I just think people don't want to get hurt. That's what I think it is. I think so, woman will
0: tell you that she give me your baby. You don't have to pay child support, spouse. You don't have to do anything but give me this kid and leave my life.
1: Because that's what they want. I mean, at that point, that's what fulfills. Crazy. That's what fulfills them. And my whole thing is, I think that even like energetically speaking, and maybe this will answer your question. Mm-hmm. Every relationship that you get into, whether it's just a hookup or a serious relationship absorbs a level of energy Agreed. from like takes a level of energy from you
0: Chakras, man
1: so the more you do that Mm -hmm. like for example in the case of people that are just hooking up hooking up hooking up you end up it's like not sustainable because it's draining after a while it becomes as much as you get the high the crash is like worse yeah so it's like it's so draining it is different when you can be one of the fortunate ones to find somebody that fills your cup. Yeah, so so that when worse. you're drained, they are already there, built in, and they fill your cup. You fill their cup, and now we're you know we're replenished together. And when the world is out here draining us, right, we come back together to fill each other's cup as well. Where do you meet these partners?
0: Where do you meet these people at? Randomly. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Have no, you noticed that? No, let's talk about that. Yeah. Have you noticed that? You
1: meet people in the most in the random places. ways. <laughs> you know, if you think you're going to meet them at church, nope.
0: No, you're not. Those are the you're ones that will get at you. The grocery store. Right, you're, you're going to meet gonna at gonna
1: the gas meet station. <laughs> you're going to meet through a friend who yeah. recommended this one and then called that one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's not going to happen that way. Right. Well, I, I take it back. It's not that it's not going to happen that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just that it's probably not as likely. And you know how they say that it's when you're. It's when you're not looking Mm -hmm. that it happens. I think that that's also true in, in lots of cases. There's almost like an energy that's exuded when you're just happy with yourself and with life that is so attractive to those looking at you.
0: Yes. I, I think that that's everything. I think the way that we walk or work in the world, maneuver in the world, is what attracts things. What do they call it, the secret or something? Like,
1: yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's part of the law of attraction.
0: Correct. The law of attraction. Correct. I, I think that's really what it is. And I mean, as long as you can walk that way, good things will come.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. That's an interesting. I'm still gonna go Google that other one though. Which you one? left me curious about the long-term the long term dating. Long-term dating. I'm going to go Google, Google. That. And I I have yet, that. I have yet to have a client
0: that had that as an issue. I, I, I So
1: anyone listening out there that has an issue and-
0: Give them your, give them your handles on social media. And so needs
1: can and assistance, please. Yes. Svelitecoaching.com. That's also the same handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Svelitecoaching. Call me, people. This stuff is fascinating.
0: We are absolutely looking for someone out there that's listening to this podcast that has experience with long-term dating. Get in connection with Sarah. We would love to hear your story. You can always follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I'm Chubby Idris Elba. Catch me on the Facebook page, Modern Black Man. We're out this week. Uh, Great episode. Good conversation. Until next time. Peace.